like a cot and he has no other furniture in the room and there's no lighting. It's just dark. Like he's, it's, it's like, he's yeah, but this is like trying. real male living spaces are male living yes, spaces. It definitely was. Do you, that. do you live like this, bro? Like what the fuck? <laughs> the only thing it was missing was just like one singular lazy boy chair in front of the one TV. Like that's all, that's, that's all right. I needed. But yeah, I thought that that one little scene was one of the funniest things ever. And it really expresses just the kind of writing and film you're watching. Um, and then from there on, you can kind of just forgive some of the more dumb elements because you kind of, I don't know if they're necessarily doing all of this on purpose, but it just ends up working anyway. So, yeah, you definitely at a certain point just have to kind of you either, you're either going to groove with it or you're not yeah you, you kind of just have to accept that it's you know stupid. <laughs> this is this is really really over the top to the point of being kind of funny even though you know the movie is sometimes trying to creep you out and right. not be funny um, right i find this to be more of a dark comedy when i watch it to be honest i think <laughs> it might be because of like I, I could maybe understand, you know, being in the 90s and seeing this and and thinking like Mark Wahlberg is is a is an actual a presence that would be kind of threatening and all of that. But just Mark, just because of his reputation and because of the way I look at Mark <laughs> Wahlberg watching this makes me more laugh than feel like scared, even though he does. You mm-hmm. know, he's a big guy. He's definitely a. Uh, uh, a threatening physical presence. It's yeah, just that I, I it's think the way I you think, think the direction Wahlberg. is doing some work for him, yeah. and there are some moments where, like, there is some, you know, some really, you know, eventually gruesomely violent detail, mm-hmm. and there is some eventually, yeah. um, you know, some really solidly directed suspense sequences, and those do for me eventually overpower the fact that his, you know, his actual performance isn't like the scariest, creepiest thing in the world. I mean, there's a couple moments where he gets to like go for it. Like there's one moment where he, he assaults um, Alyssa Milano's character, Margo, and he, it starts off as like this car chase where he's trying to like ram her off the road. And then he gets out of the car and it's the only part in the movie where it switches to this really erratic handheld Mm -hmm. style. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so that he can get really up close with the actress as he like grabs her throat and he's just like you know what the fuck did you say to her and you know he's really going off and at a certain point too he um he like like he i think he he's choking her out but then he's also like trying to kiss her and being like you love it you know yeah (laughs) yeah and like and like that stuff is silly but you know it was like viscerally dangerous enough in the filmmaking that the fact that he is giving kind of a silly performance does kind of make him a little threatening in in that kind of way mm-hmm. um yep. like it, it it feels like um abusive bad boy kind of stuff that he's doing and it is slightly more threatening than you would expect coming from Mark Wahlberg delivering the kind of performance that that he's delivering here yeah yeah, definitely. Um, and I do like when and, gets and, to, and also it's a contrast to the romantic stuff in this, which is also really silly, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, that, like him, him on the roller, the, the, the roller coaster sequence. Oh, my God. It's so funny. And it's to uh, what is it? Wild Horses, I believe it is. It is a, an alt rock cover of Wild right, Horses right. by a band called the Sundays. Okay. And, I love and it is so ridiculous. And they shot this at um, 
uh, what's that place in uh, Vancouver? Yeah, so it, it's called this. Uh, this ride is actually um, called the Coaster, and okay. it is one of the biggest attractions at Playland in um, Vancouver, which is sort of subs in for Seattle for uh, parts of the film that they shot there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's this big wooden roller coaster lit up with all these lights on it, and. Again, it's the kind of thing that you would think is romantic when you were 16, which is kind of adorable in a way. But also it's like it's not particularly romantic that they're riding the roller coaster and he just slides his fingers into her crotch. The way they film it. The way that they film it, man. Yeah. It's like dreamlike. Like, it, it goes into like s- kind of like slow motion while the while the wild horses song is playing and it, it does give off this very like I'm free and young and experience something for the first time. Um but the I just love that it presents it as like the uh the, the anticipation is not only the roller coaster going up the tracks but it's him like getting closer and closer to her leg and then going inside her inner thigh and then eventually upper skirt yeah. and um and then as he's doing that and she's kind of you know having pleasure or whatever uh the the roller coaster just starts shooting down and the wind blows in their face and you yeah see her the bodily sensation is replicated by the camera like rollicking around on the coaster and the yeah. lights and, and it's you know it's being overwhelmed and, yeah yeah, and, and, and you know that what you are experiencing subjectively in the filmmaking is just Reese Witherspoon being like finger banged <laughs> to wild horses. I love cinema, baby. Oh, man. That's just movies right there. Yeah, that's you know, to, to the most like, again, like th- this guy who she met once and was like, you know, don't they stop making that car because they kind of like blow up now? And he's just like, that's why I got her <laughs> sitting in the cold junkyard. You know, it's not her fault. They didn't put her together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny though, is that you do find it is something that you would find believably deep to a 16 year old. Oh girl. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I probably threw a move or two when I was 16 like that, you know, it was about my like skateboard or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But this relationship, uh, the one thing I'll say about this too is that you know again there were some bizarre, you know, kind of sudden moments that that happen in Poison Ivy. But I think mm-hmm. that once again we kind of made the argument that they're so emotionally expressed through the character work that yes. you kind of just you 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 feel it in the performance a little bit. You kind of go with it. There's some moments in this that just out of nowhere <laughs> there's kind of a I, I guess supposed to be like a screenwriting convenience to it. That's where what like, it feels okay, like a lot of the time. Now they're together. Now they need to kind of be upset with each other. And the way that this movie so does quick. this, it, it's so fast. Literally, it is like...